Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I, producer Maria. Melissa, who are our patrons this week? We've got Alina, Dustin, Samantha, Jenna and Dia. Guys, welcome to the team. We're so excited to have you. Melissa, do you want to give us an update? Uh, you sent us a link the other day from our last yes. show. There's been an update on the family we did an episode on, or rather an update on the case. Yes. So they, well, they officially have ruled out any sort of gases or any sort of like weapons, which is kind of what we thought. Yeah. And then as of... My sister sent me this text, uh, Sierra National Forest, they shut down access to the Merced River where the family was found and like a couple miles around it. So you can't, Whoa. there's a lot of camping sites. You can't get down there. They shut it all down. So that makes me think there's something in the water. Yeah. I mean, they're all, all the articles I've read are talking about the algae being yeah. maybe the culprit or something in the water, even though we discussed that. No real algae bloom has ever killed someone before. But, but maybe- there are a lot of articles that are like, this could be a new thing because of climate change. Yeah, global toxin. warming. 
Yeah, so crazy. We'll yeah. keep you updated on that as uh, it comes since it's breaking news. We have been getting tons of voicemails about this cult yes. slash restaurant tour group. <laughs> and almost every mailbag episode, we get a different voicemail about it. So we have finally decided to do an episode on the 12 tribes. And as I was doing the research for this episode, it got crazier and crazier and more bizarre. This is not just sandwiches and communes. It is much darker. So let's get into it. The 12 tribes started in 1970s as maybe an innocent Bible study group led by this man, Albert Eugene Spriggs, horrible name, and his <laughs> wife, Marsha, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The 12 tribes has a bunch of different names, so you might know them as the Vine Christian Community Church, the Northeast Kingdom Community Church, the Messianic Communities, the Community of Apostolic Order, the Community or the Yellow Deli people. Ah, the Yellow Deli people is what yes. we know. That's my, that's my favorite, just because it reminds <laughs> me of the purple people eaters. The Yellow Deli yeah. people is just so weird. <laughs> so they've grown internationally now, and I think that they have different names internationally. They're in Australia, they're in Germany, they're everywhere. So in 1972, they were called the Light Brigade. So another name, the Light Brigade. They had a small coffee shop called the Lighthouse, and it operated out of the home of Eugene, who also went by Gene, if you're nasty, and his <laughs> wife, Marsha. This coffee shop eventually turned into the Yellow Deli. Oh, so 1972 was the first Yellow yes. Deli. Was the first Yellow Deli. Oh, this okay. is part of their recruitment process and also part of how they make money. So to this day, if you go into a Yellow Deli, they will typically hand you a pamphlet or chat you up about their community and what they stand for. Also, every Friday night, they have a Shabbat at their commune. And if you go in for a cup of coffee or a sandwich, you might get invited if you're lucky, to head back to the commune on a Friday night. So the most crazy thing that I learned is that they started recruiting people at Grateful Dead concerts in the 80s. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) This is how they initially grew. This is a crazy article in The New Yorker, which we'll reference again later. But in 1987, an adjunct group of the 12 tribes started following the Grateful Dead. So they were deadheads. And they offered emergency medical care in the parking lots out of a bus called, I believe it was the Peace Bus or something. Very Probably. 70s and 80s like that. <laughs> you know, the, the hippie zone. <laughs> the hippie zone. <laughs> it was a place where people could meet if they lost their friends or if people were having bad acid trips or LSD trips or were dehydrated or hungry, they would go to this bus and the 12 tribes would help them. And then, of course, say, hey, come back to the commune. If you love the Grateful Dead, there's a huge group of people who are deadheads and love helping each other. And so they would recruit people that way as well. And then they'd come to the commune. They get you. That's how they get you listening to the Grateful Dead. And then they never come back. 
there's also, I realized, unfortunately, we didn't have enough time to go. There is a 12 tribes community near us in Vista, California. Oh, a couple hours south. Yeah, which is near San Diego. They open on Valentine's Day in 2010. Romantic. Ooh. And they also have a yellow deli there. So, Melissa, I think we might have to make a little trip. They have a bar. the menu looks good. Yeah, it's not bad. I'd go there to get a snack. Yeah, they also have a fruit (laughs) festival, which seems fun. fun. Shavuot, first fruits festival. I believe that's a Jewish holiday. I want to separate Judaism from this 12 tribes nonsense because it has some Hebrew roots, especially in the term 12 tribes. Right. But this is not Jewish. <laughs> Let me tell you. This is from, I got some of this from the Daily Beast as well. It is a hybrid of Christian fundamentalism, Hebrew roots, and Messianic Judaism. It has 3,000 to 4,000 member, members at this point, domestically and internationally. They're self-sustaining communes, and they operate businesses. They have those chain restaurants called the Yellow Deli. They have a business called Blue Blinds, oh. and they also own a construction business. I didn't look at what... Oh, really? Okay, so I guess blue blinds are window blinds. Huh. But it gets darker. This person who left the group says, the group went from being this hippie thing that was kind of cool to turning into this cultist, religious, fucked up kind of thing. It's like the frog stew analogy, which I never heard before. You throw, (laughs) you know, the classic frog stew analogy. You throw a frog in cold water and he doesn't realize he's getting hot. Until he's boiled to death. Wow, rolls right off the tongue. It does. You know that old thing. I notice there's a big discrepancy between what the 12 tribes say they do versus what they actually do. Uh-oh. Isn't that how it always is with cults? Yes. So this is from the actual 12 tribes website. They do have a website. It's 12tribes.org if you feel like going. And this is what they say their tenets are. They say, just as in the book of Acts in the New Testament, our life together in the communities of the 12 tribes is a wholehearted response and simple devotion to the life, death, and resurrection of the man, Yahshua, the Messiah. So Yahshua is Jesus, but they refer to him in his Hebrew name, Joshua or Yahshua. This is their ultimate purpose, they believe, redemption, the vast universe, with countless trillions of galaxies, each with billions of stars, orbited by countless planets. And for what? As beautiful and glorious as they are against the velvety darkness of night, the stars were not only meant to gaze upon in wonder, but to colonize forever and ever. That sounds like weird space shit, so... (laughs) I feel like at some point there's going to be a weird Xenu. We all drink the Kool-Aid and we're going to go to Mars. Our loving creator has a plan to restore humanity and to fill the earth and ultimately the universe with his highest creation, man. And I think that this will be further explored when we talk about gender discrepancies. Uh Uh-oh. His plan of restoration and redemption has waited for the fullness of time to be fulfilled. We believe that time is now. So they think the Messiah is coming now, or Yahshua. Blah, blah, blah. They talk about Jesus being cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
This website sucks. The font's like huge. It's horrible. <laughs> okay, so this looks apo- apocalyptic. It says, echoing the words of the prophet Daniel, who long ago interpreted a, de- a dream of a kingdom of stone destined to come at the end of this present age, Yahshua spoke that in the last days, a new spiritual kingdom would emerge from the dust, proclaiming the hope of an age of peace. We believe we are now embarking upon the very days in which his prophecies are beginning to be fulfilled. In Daniel's prophecy, a stone was mysteriously hewn out of a huge mountain. Without human hands, it was chipped away little by little until it broke free and plummeted towards a great statue which represented all worldly kingdoms. The stone struck the statue on its ten toes, which represented ten last kings on the earth in its final days. As the statue shattered into dust, a great wind came and blew it away until no trace was left of the once mighty statue. Once the stone remained, a kingdom in solidarity it began solidarity it began to grow and filled the entire earth. Basically, what they're saying is that earth is going to end. They're the chosen people who are going to be left because they're selfless and sinless, and they're going to start a new age. They believe verbatim in certain parts of the Bible, in righteous judgment, and they quote all the different parts of the Bible that they believe in. That's kind of like the woman who murdered her children in... Utah or whatever. Yeah, totally. Oh, the Doomsday Doomsday couple, Chad and Lori, uh, whatever. Daybill. Yes. So here's what really goes down there from people who have left. They're vehemently uh, anti-LGBTQ and think that it's a capital offense to be gay. They believe in slavery and think it's a quote-unquote good opportunity for minorities. Oh, no. Yeah, that's yikes uh and they're also pro-child abuse as a child rearing method their website and literature claims that they're not racist but they think that slavery is necessary for the progression of man and that it's part it's written in the bible oh no According to the founder Spriggs, I quote, submission to white people is the only provision by which blacks will be saved. He also advocates beating children with resin dipped rods when they misbehave because the only way to erase the guilt in a child's selfish heart is with a rod. Also, children start working alongside alongside their parents as young as six years old. Oh, no, this is this is. Uh, it's bad. Not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This is more than just Yikes. a deli, folks. <laughs> more than just a deli, folks. <laughs> when we first started getting those voicemails, I was like, this just seems like a restaurant yeah. and they're kind of weird. And yeah, the they're more weird. they're... Like Cafe Gratitude weird. I thought that that's what it was. I thought that maybe they were hippies yeah. who had a few problems. But no, it's bad. In the Daily Beast, a former member who was born into the cult named Kea Matias says that he was beaten 20 to 30 times a day. Oh, God. I grew to be numb to it, to quell the rage within and just to not feel anything. A German sect was raided for child abuse in a few years ago. In 1984, authorities in Vermont raided a commune there they freed a hundred children from the compound this is from a new york times article but then a judge said the raid was unconstitutional and the children returned this is this is the craziest part though 
the public defender, this woman, Jean Swantico, then joined the 12 tribes. No. What? Yes. Jean. 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 Those got to be some good sandwiches, girl. So she Dang. was the one who said, you got to return the children. This is oh, unconstitutional. She was the one who did it. Oh. And then she were joined like, the group. Were they like the children were going back to go in and she was in line with the children? They were like, who are yeah. you? And she's like, she's like, oh, um, yeah. I'm Jean. Yeah. I'm she's Jean. walking I'm on her knees. Now. Yeah. yeah. I'm part of this. With now. a lollipop. <laughs> I was here the whole time. So this is the craziest part. They think that Jesus will only return after they have 144,000 children who can breathe fire from their mouths. Isn't that, what was the Lori and Chad Daybell 144? Am I, I just making that up? Wasn't there I mean, 144,000? Sounds like something you do, but let's see. Daybell. It's from the yeah. Bible, Revelation 14. So this is part of the Bible, new heaven and earth. Oh, okay, yeah. The 144,000 people will be saved. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it makes sense that a lot of maybe doomsday religions or cults would adopt this belief system. They have a 200 plus page child rearing manual and some of the stuff that stands out is slash are. Children cannot play pretend or they're beaten because. No. Oh, my God. Because playing pretend means that they've entered the unseen realm which is that of the devil. Children must be covered head to toe at all times. Children must be supervised at all times. Children cannot have toys and no books that anamorphize nature or animals, which means no talking dogs or no smiling sons or anything like that in their books. (sighs) Children can't talk to each other because it just leads to foolishness unless they're prompted by an adult to talk to each other. The children can't cry when they're beaten They can be beaten on their hands or their butts, and there's rods above every door frame, and the kids are obviously homeschooled. So what do they? What do they do? They just I don't know. Dark all day. I guess it's crazy. They have also been investigated by the state for violating child labor laws. This was crazy. This was in the Post. Robert Redford Sundance. Sundance catalog. (laughs) Robert Redford's Sundance catalog has (laughs) moved to quit doing business with the group after learning that the 12 tribes' children were working on the assembly line to make furniture for the Sundance catalog. What? (laughs) So like six-year-olds were creating the furniture for Robert Redford's Sundance catalog. It's not funny. It's horrible, but it's crazy. That's crazy. And then also in February, Estee Lauder, the makeup company, Uh also severed ties with the 12 tribes because they found out that kids in the factory were making the Estee Lauder origin product line. Oh, no. I think I probably have some of that. I know. (laughs) It was made by little little kids from the 12 tribes. Horrible. So I found a sermon also that goes back to the issue of race in the 12 tribes. It says, I don't know how to pronounce this word, so I apologize in advance. The other sons of Ham would be slaves, but Canaan's seed would be the lowest, the slave of slaves. 
The glory will be on Hamite slaves for their submission to unjust masters. There is no other way for Hamites to inherit the nations than to fulfill the covenant of Genesis 9. Martin Luther King was filled with every evil spirit there is. What? To say Ham doesn't have to serve Shem. All manner of evil filled that man. Disagree. Yeah, hard no. That's a no for me, dog. (laughs) It is horrible that someone would rise up to abolish slavery. What a marvelous opportunity that blacks could be brought over here to be slaves so that they could be found worthy of the nations. A good master would work by the sweat of his brow. If his slaves were lazy and disrespectful, he would beat them, which is what he was supposed to do. No, no. And it continues with this idea that slavery is a gift from God. Oh, and no. should be Red practiced. flag. <laughs> yes. Also, wives must submit to their husbands. All marriages are arranged. There is no birth control. And each wife must have a minimum of seven children. Oh, no. Yes. Also, medicine is discouraged. And in some communes, it's actually forbidden. Oh, no. I can't can't live without Excedrin. Or Prozac. You're being crazy. Lexapro. Yeah. Can't. Exactly. Uh-uh. Also, members must rise at 6 a.m. every morning, but on Saturdays, they get to sleep until 7. Oh, Saturdays. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is fucked up, but that is the most fucked up thing. If you, waking up at 6 a.m. is insane. It's crazy that I used to be an elementary school teacher and I'd wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and be at school at 6.30. I don't know how I did that. What? I know. It's <laughs> insane. And I wouldn't nap. Like, I would get to school at 6, 6.30, and then just work till 4, and then I had an after-school job. Did I? I think that when you have to do things, you just continue to do them. Yeah, or like in your 20s. Yeah, I was also 20. You got a lot of energy back then. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to Bigfoot Erotica, rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We will read your review on our mailbag episodes. And if you DM us your Twitter and Instagram handle, we will follow you back online. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call us and we will continue to play your voicemails. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, 
Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Saturday and Friday nights, they have a Sabbath. Friday night Sabbaths, as I said, clients from the restaurants are invited and... Oh, that's what we can go to. Well, Melissa, if we go with a secret camera or something, what if we get one of our Sasquatch pins and put a little camera in it oh wow and just go to a sabbath for a 12 i mean you never know you never know so they have all these restaurants they also have a yerba yerba mate restaurant which maria i feel like you're really into those kinds of latte what is yerba mate it's a, I don't even know what that is. Really? It's, a, it's like a yeah. tea, isn't it? It's a tea. It's kind of like a green tea latte drink. I've never had this. Like, what does it taste like? Oh, I've had it. Well, like, I like tea. I don't know. <laughs> I want to try to find. I've seen these bottles before of the, the cans of yerba mate. I've seen yeah, that. I've can. seen those too. You say yerba mate like you're terrified of the word. Yerba well, because mate. I can't because it could it could be so many different it could be it could be yerba mate it could be yerba mate. Yerba I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound. You don't want to sound dumb. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to sound like a freaking idiot. These restaurants, by the way, are open 24 hours a day, which I also Whoa. think is weird. I think we went through this before, but I just want to say a few of the options for those of you who like reading menus. I know that's kind of the vibe of our podcast. They have a veggie sandwich, which is great. They have something called the popper sandwich, which is turkey, barbecue sauce, onions on a buttered egg roll. Oh. Which sounds good to me. That buttered egg roll sounds great. Yeah. They have... The cheese deluxe sandwich, cheddar, provolone, Swiss, Parmesan cheese, basil, tomato, mayo on a buttered egg roll. It's a hot sandwich. These are hot sandwiches. They have a hot tuna melt. 
Great. Salads, chef salad, Greek salad. They got a tofu wrap, a Greek wrap, sprout wrap, cranberry cashew salad. They also serve breakfast, poached eggs, homemade granola. And then they really shine with their drinks. So they got a green mate latte. Mate latte? That was that was so fun. <laughs> a dark roast, mocha mint, a chai. They got iced lattes, Rubio's latte, hot drinks. They got smoothies there. They got papaya juice, pineapple juice, apple cider with whipped cream. And they are oh, providing free, free delivery during COVID if you want one of these freaks in your house. So, you know, everything from the outside sounds great. Exactly. So I found a testimonial from this woman who's talking about how much she loves the church. It's this white woman. And I was just amused by how much this testimonial talks about dreads and reggae. Oh, no. And I so I just thought that was kind of important to include. Uh-huh. I'll read a few parts of it. This is how it begins. As a child, I fell in love with the Jesus of the Bible. Growing up in a non-denominational church, I heard all the stories in Sunday school. My mother, oh, this is called A Rebel with a Weary Soul. My mother wrote and directed plays about him. My father, a minister, played the role of Jesus and was very evangelistic. My parents are divorced when I was a very young child, and they were remarried shortly after. TMI. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, are you okay, bitch? You're unloading trauma. We were featured on a very well-known evangelical television program in the 80s as a story of the amazing healing powers of Jesus in our life. Sadly, This reconciliation did not last. And in my early teen years, my parents once again got divorced. So they got divorced twice. Wow. Crazy. As a child, I never understood why I didn't see the life and the love that I learned of in the Bible and in the church or in my own family. This is how she starts to get into a life of dreadlocks and reggae. I began to call myself a truth seeker. I learned that the name Jesus was false and the true name of this man was Yahshua. I was drawn to reggae when I was 15, and I saw dreadlocks for the first time. After that, I viewed all the ways that I was taught to look beautiful as vanity, and I saw beauty in this natural hairstyle. You're white. <laughs> she's, she's a white Midwestern woman who views dreadlocks and reggae as her natural, hair, uh, her natural way of being. I mean, I love uh, Bob, uh, Bob Marley. <laughs> True. I was a soul rebel and a life of higher consciousness and righteousness that went against the ways of the world was what I was striving for. I was just as blind when it came to love. I fell in love with a man who I saw as righteous and clean. He had dreadlocks, read his Bible, played in a reggae band, singing songs of love and truth, something about temptations of the flesh. Then she met a couple in Trader Joe's who were part of this commune. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the parking lot of Trader Joe's and they were part of the 12 tribes. Then she moved to the 12 tribes and that's when she felt saved. Wow. And she cut off she cut off her dreads. She stopped listening to reggae. She's changed her name to Emuna Quava. It used to be Sarah and now she's part of the 12 tribe nation. Wow. And she recommends you join. 
Congrats to Sarah. Congrats to Sarah on Muna Quavo. Yeah, on her journey. So again, I mentioned this for a second earlier. There is a, a credible article in the New Yorker called Dylan Has the Answers, and it's about how the 12 tribes uses music and concerts to help recruit members. Again, they started at the Grateful Dead and then they went to Bob Dylan concerts. Uh-oh. They have they have a 24-page booklet titled Dylan, What Are You Thinking? And they use Bob Dylan lyrics and correlate them to Bible passages to help recruit people into the 12 tribes by saying, you know, when Bob Dylan was saying this in Mr. Tambourine Man, he was actually talking about this Bible passage and saying that you should join the 12 tribes. And then Mm -hmm. people who are on too much of that wacky tobacco come back to the commune and they never leave. Exactly. Obviously, this tribe is horrible. This cult, they treat women horribly. They abuse children. They make them do slave labor, amongst many other things. People are beginning to defect. There's a Jerry Springer episode I watched this morning of a woman who's trying to get her kids back from this tribe. Unfortunately, it's a little lackluster. There's no fighting or anything. But I'll close with this person, Colucci, wrote a whole novel or autobiography about his time in the tribe and then leaving. He says, we were immigrants, Colucci writes in his memoir of his and his future wife's bus ride away from the 12 tribes. We were leaving one nation, the nation of New Israel, the 12 tribe communities, a nation in which women must be submissive to men. Blacks and whites are not equal. Homosexuality is a sin which gays must repent in it of if they want to be accepted, where even differing beliefs and opinions are not allowed, where your daily activities are strictly dictated, and we were entering what is arguably the freest nation in the planet. So went into this thinking this is just sandwiches, communes, and arranged marriages. It is much darker. It is kids. Kids making up. furniture for Robert Redford's Sundance catalog <laughs> that's, against that's what their will. You dig deep. <laughs> exactly. It's six year olds on an assembly line. So if God. you if you have been part of this cult and escaped, if you have been part of any cult and escaped, I actually know a girl on Twitter who's doing a documentary now on escaping her cult. I would love to contact her and Ooh. maybe have her on for a follow up or something. Melissa, where can people reach us to give us their input? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. And Maria, just as a quick question, do we have something exciting coming up for September? Uh, Yes, we do, because on September 10th, we are going to be having John E.L. Tenney and his friend Jessica on the pod to do a live, another live show. It's going to be a live seance. Ooh. And this one's going to be really cool. John, it's a different seance method. I can't remember the name of it, but John's going to be blindfolded. Hold on. Let me look it up. Ooh. Hot. Yeah. (laughs) With with a gag ball in his mouth. And we're going to be pouring hot wax on him. 
<laughs> that sounds like the kind of seance. That's my that kind of I've seance. It is called uh, this. The kind of seance is called the Estes method. E S T E S. Oh. It's a channeling type seance. Is what John says. Um, he'll be blindfolded with headphones on, and then we ask him questions, and then maybe get answers. Um, oh, so. I so, actually yeah, did it's this. Be really cool. I did this when I went ghost hunting with Linda, the ghost hunter, who also wants to come on. She oh. was on the Ellen show, so the person with the headphones on can't hear the question. Oh, okay. And so, but there's with the headphones on, they have radio frequency playing into the headphones. So we'll ask a question, and then John will say words that he hears in the frequency of the headphones and see if they correlate as answers to the questions. And usually the words that come through the radio frequency are actually answers to the questions. So for example, you might say, is there a spirit here for us? And in the radio frequency, it'll say, yes, Martha died. It's just really, it's really weird. Martha Martha died. (laughs) Sandwich, 12 (laughs) tribes. So look forward to that. We will have more information. Anyways, I am Allie, not afraid to say Yerba Mate Seagull. I am Melissa Blue Blinds Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Cults are no thank you for me. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 